0: to another episode of MCU Need to Know, a podcast dedicated to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything you need to know. I'm Trey, and I'm excited because with today's episode, we are officially in Black Panther Wakanda Forever Week. So this movie comes out on the 11th. I personally have a chance to see it on the 10th, which I'm super excited about. With that being said, I did want to get ahead of the episode and say this is what our remaining schedule is going to be like for November. So, of course, today we have the five things you need to know before seeing Black Panther Wakanda Forever. On the 14th, it'll be my solo quick react to Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And on the 21st, there will be a break in the podcast with no episode, followed by a return with the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on November 28th. So, going to have a little bit of a break in there, uh, but after that, we should be getting into our regular schedule of week to week from there. The reason for this is I'm going to be traveling over the next couple of weeks, so I decided to do quick solo episodes to kind of get these in and out with a short time frame to work on. Like I said, if you downloaded this episode, then you know we're going to be talking about five things you need to know before seeing Black Panther Wakanda forever. Now, there's not going to be a spoiler zone A lot of these movies came out within recent years. I think we're okay without having to jump into there, but just a blanket warning, I'm going to be discussing things from Black Panther, Infinity War, Endgame, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That being said, because those are listed, those should be things that you are caught up with, but fear not, if not, this is what this episode's for. So here we go, starting with the obvious. Clearly, one of the big things that this movie has to deal with is the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Personally, I'm not going to get into any of the conversation about whether they should have recasted or not recasted. I've been of the belief since the beginning that there is no right answer, and the only answer is whatever the family and the cast and crew have decided to go with. So, I'm not even going to get into that. I am going to stick to specifically in-world Line of Succession. And I think the logical choice is Shuri. Now, I'm going to do my best to minimize any conversations or speculations based on promos or trailers or anything I may have seen online. I'm going to try and stick to things based off the movies listed before. So this is T'Challa's sister, the Princess Shuri. She seems like she would be the next logical candidate, not only to be... Uh, The Black Panther, but maybe in royalty as well. We saw in the first movie, she was an incredibly brilliant engineer. She designed a lot of the suits that was used in battle. Uh, She was constantly iterating on the tech as it went forward. And she herself is a very capable fighter. Within Black Panther itself, we see that she designed those like Panther gloves that like shot out propulsion energy. Uh, She was there standing toe to toe with Killmonger and then joined in the fight of Infinity War and Endgame. Now, one of the things that I think might be a potential hiccup for Shuri is if you remember in Black Panther in 2018, Whenever T'Challa was in the ceremony where each tribe was given their chance to approve or deny his succession, M'Baku from the Jabari tribe was the one tribe to challenge this. Now, his main issue was with T'Challa, but he did make a point to turn to Shuri and say that she is but a child who scoffs at tradition. Of course, this is just one try, but a lot has happened since that movie. I could see there being some friction there if this is the direction the movie wants to go in and kind of reinvigorate some of those conflicting storylines. But also, there is another hiccup where, due to the snap, both Shuri and T'Challa were confirmed to have been snapped, leaving their mother, Queen Ramonda, without children for four years. There could have been some rearranging succession-wise of what's going on. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how the landscape has changed within that royal family with them being gone for so long. But we'll see. Uh, One of the reasons, again, why I think Shuri would be the logical step. We already saw that she had a tendency to want to iterate and improve the suits as she was getting reports back from T'Challa. I think the potential for the suits to be constantly iterated on would grow so much faster if she herself is out there using the suit and getting firsthand knowledge of what she thinks she might need in the fights. So that's number one. Number two. The Namor Endgame reference? Again, not going to go too far into speculation, but if you've seen the trailers, we know the primary antagonist of this movie is going to be Namor and his people. If you recall, in Avengers Endgame, there is a moment where Natasha is kind of leading the current Avengers and getting reports of each one as they have been out in the world tending to their locations. There is a report of an underwater or a series of underwater earthquakes that Natasha brings up. And Akoya says that it's nothing to worry about. Now, given what I've seen, there seems to be some secret ongoing conflict with Namor and his... I forgot what they're called. I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to accidentally spoil anything this close to the movie. But it seems like this is a long-standing conflict between the Wakandans and Namor's group. I could see Okoye totally trying to play that, downplay that, so it does not instigate any further conflict, and we may have finally seen it come to a head after all these years of turmoil, since uh, in-game for sure, but also since the last time we saw Wakanda in full. So that's something I think to keep in mind. I I feel like that's one of those patented MCU, hey, we're going to plant this Easter egg and then build upon it as we get further into the movies. So that'll be a fun connection to keep in mind watching the movie. Now, the next one is harder to define into one sentence, but I think we might be seeing a lot of connections between Everett Ross and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier Disney Plus show. So the obvious place to go with is we see the big revelation with Sam is that he gets his own Captain America suit designed by the Wakandans. Now, I'm not entirely of the belief that we're going to see Sam or even Bucky join in Black Panther Wakanda forever. But there could be some hooks between these shows where we see some discussion of those events. Now, Where I think we may see a stronger connection is at the end of Captain America Civil War, we know Everett Ross is in custody of Zemo. The major inciting, not inciting, but one of the major movements of Falcon and the Winter Soldier is that Sam and Bucky break out Zemo, which the Wakandans were not happy about. If Everett Ross makes his return, again, another one of those things I'm not going to look up and confirm for fear of spoilers, if he returns, I could see that being a potential thing that this movie wrestles with. Now, the last we heard of Zemo is Bucky hand-delivering Zemo to the Dora who vowed to bring him to the Raft. If Everett Ross makes a return in this movie, I could see that potentially being a way to bring him in the fold. I would imagine the Wakandans would have something to say about letting Zemo out since he was directly responsible for King Tachaka's death. So now I think we're on the fourth thing you need to know, which is the heart shaped herb. If you don't remember, The heart-shaped herb is the plant that gives a person the superhuman abilities of the Black Panther. If you remember, this is something that can both be given and taken away as is part of the ceremonial trial whenever somebody challenges whoever is the Black Panther for the mantle. Now, part of the issue is whenever Killmonger took over as King of Wakanda, he rashly decided to burn the entire supply because his ego said that there would never be another successor. Now, you can take the simplest route and just say, okay, that wasn't all of Wakanda's reserves. Maybe there's some uh, heart-shaped herbs growing in a different location for safety in the event of something like that. However, if that is truly all the heart-shaped herb, the last information we got about that situation is in a book called The Wakandan Files. This is a book that was put out by Marvel, and it is an in-universe collection of notes from Wakanda. And so according to this book, it says, quote, Shuri began looking into a way to synthesize the heart-shaped herb after Eric Killmonger burned the entire supply following his usurpation of the throne. She even considers stabilizing the effects of her synthetic herb by adding some vibranium into the mix, but notes that she can't do much until she has studied a sample of the original botanical. Now, the book kind of leaves it open-ending whether or not she was successful in doing this, but this gives us a hint at where they are in terms of having lost a lot of the heart-shaped herb. I wouldn't be surprised if this is something that's covered in the early parts of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And in fact, if I am right when I talked about there being pushed back to Shuri being the next to hold the mantle, this could be the action that wins over a lot of the differing tribes to put their faith in her as the Black Panther. Finally, our last thing I think you need to know is the major moment from the first movie. The Outreach Program. A lot of the 2018 Black Panther movie is T'Challa wrestling with this idea of isolating Wakanda to protect itself or opening its borders to help share knowledge and wealth to better people all around the globe. By the events of that movie, we see that T'Challa does decide to do this with the help of Nakia, who he puts in charge, I believe, of the outreach relations, but also puts Shuri in charge of the science and information exchange in that Oakland center. So obviously, this is where the movie arrives morally by the end of the 2018 film. And I, I agree, I like that Wakanda has opened itself up from secrecy. However, something we could potentially see come into conflict is Wakanda has suffered a lot since opening its borders. We saw that in Infinity War, it served as one of the last stands against Thanos' army as his children were trying to get the Mind Stone. And they suffered heavy losses with the snap. Uh, Not to mention, within the events of 2018, there was a major civil war between the Wakandans that they're still dealing with the aftermath I don't expect this movie to reverse its decisions from 2018, but I think that is something we will see come into conflict, at least internally, before some sort of galvanizing of the Wakandans in the face of whatever antagonism Namor may present. Now, we do know Ironheart is also part of this movie. I'm interested to see if there's any sort of connections between the outreach program and uh, Riri Williams or if that's just a completely separate event. But it does lead some pretty good groundwork to get them involved with Wakanda. So, yeah, I think that's going to do it. That's the five things I think you need to know for Wakanda Forever. Uh, I'm really excited. I know it's been well documented. I wasn't too pleased with the other two Marvel Studio movies we've had so far this year. This is a very promising movie to round off the Marvel Studios year of 2022, and I'm rooting for it. If you go back to one of our first episodes of the year, Jude and I made a lot of predictions, and I was very worried about the status of Black Panther Wakanda Forever because of a lot of the back-end production issues that was going on, but to be here now at the the cusp of the release is really exciting, and um, I'm rooting for it. This movie is special. The 2018 movie was special. This movie looks to be aiming to be just as special with a lot to carry. So, yeah, if you want to share what you think is important to remember from the first movie at MCD, you need to know, both on Twitter and Instagram, you can reach us there. But the best place to get in contact with us is the discord. Now, we have a Wakanda Forever specific thread you can join and will be spoiler locked by the time the movie is closer to release. But we would love to hear what you think and thought once you see the movie. So, Look for that. The link is in the show notes. There's a lot of wonderful people there in the community that you can join in on the fun outside of just the Marvel scope. We've got a gaming section, other movies, music, food, anything you want to geek out about. This is the Discord server for you. Now, at the end of the month, we are going to be playing our monthly game night. We're doing a repeat from last month because we played the new Jackbox 9. And we were supposed to play Rocket League as well. But we had so much fun with Jackbox that we didn't get to Rocket League. We're going to do the reverse this month where we start with Rocket League and then end the night with some Jackbox fun. So that's looking to be on Saturday, November 26th. If you want to get in on the fun and, and get to meet the people that listen to this podcast, you can find us there in the Discord. But that's not the only way to get engaged. If you want to leave us a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening to, that would help us greatly. But even more so would be a written review where you can leave your feedback for us to improve. Now, the ultimate way that you could help this podcast is by sharing it with a friend. That's how we grow this audience and have a larger conversation together. And we would be incredibly thankful if you did. Finally... We'd like to thank Nick Sandy for the use of our theme song, which is his rendition of the Avengers theme. You can find more of his work on SoundCloud, which is linked in the show notes as well. That's going to do it. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you all next week. So I think the best place to start, and I guess I should say, before we even start, uh, not going to be any spoiler zone. This movie came out in 2018. Quick Google check to see if I am right. That is my Google song. It gets very annoying uh, every time I have to Google something, but by law, I do have to sing that. Yes. Yes. The 2018 movie. Uh, No spoiler zone on this one. We're just going to jump straight into it.